0: Welcome to Light Words with Pastor Scott Huffman from Lighthouse Church Ministries. Today's message is new beginnings. Don't we all need new beginnings, new refreshment, a new season? Well, I think you're going to enjoy this message. Pastor Scott is joined with daughter Casey and his wife, Marilyn. I'll summarize the five beginnings at the end of this podcast, but we do encourage you to write them down. Blessings.
1: Uh, Casey, this is uh, the watershed verse that we got at the beginning of the pandemic uh, Isaiah forty three nineteen, and I believe it's prophetic. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Um, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert.
1: Amen. Rivers in the desert. Praise God. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you and praise you for the word. We thank you for everyone viewing and listening to this worldwide broadcast, Lord. May you touch them by the power of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Revive them, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hello Linda. Drop by sometime. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we all need fresh starts at times in our life. Amen? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: We all need new beginnings in our life. Well, I believe this year will be a year of new beginnings. Okay. What is a beginning? Good question. It is the point in time or space at which something starts. In particular, Something new is coming our way. You know, the number eight is the number of new beginnings in the Bible. According to the Hebrew calendar, we are in the year 5782. I like that. I was born in 57, 1957. <laughs> and I, I realized, too, I, uh, I, I, my number is 777, which is kind of very interesting. Born in the seventh month on the seventh day in the seventh year. Uh, I kind of like to think that's a godly thing. Amen? (laughs) Praise God. Here we see eight appears in this number 5782. Uh, The number eight means new hope, new horizons, and bright future. Noah and his family began a new world after the flood, and there were only eight survivors. We've already said that the number eight is a symbol of new beginning and also a symbol of a new order. It is also known that God rested on the seventh day, amen, in the creation. Which means that the eighth day was always a day for the new beginning. There's no doubt that number eight was very significant for God because he chose the eighth day to be the beginning of a new week after the creation. Now the Midrash, it's an Old Testament Hebrew commentary, says Elijah did eight miracles. And Elisha, 16 miracles now why did elisha do twice as much Be- because he asked the lord for a double portion of the spirit that was upon elijah and so he did twice the miracles i believe before the coming of the lord the spirit of elijah will come back on the church with mighty miracles signs and wonders we'll see a double portion of that spirit that occurred on pentecost let's look at malachi 4 5 and 6
3: Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse.
1: So when did Elijah come first after this prophecy? Come on, John, Bible student, John the, John the Baptist. Jesus said, there's not a greater man born of women than John the Baptist, and yet John never did any miracles. But he was powerfully anointed of the Holy Spirit, praise God. Well, that spirit of Elijah is going to come back on the church again before the second coming of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' first coming, the spirit of Elijah was upon John the Baptist, as we mentioned. Let's look at Luke one seventeen.
2: He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord.
1: This new move of God coming, beginning this year, I believe, uh, will be a, uh, a lion's revival. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, Jesus himself, and the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. And so we believe that great power is going to be poured out in this move of God, and it will be demonstrated through signs, wonders, and miracles. Praise God. Before the second return of Christ, the spirit of Elijah will be upon the church, the bride of Christ, to usher in the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. Isn't that great? Now I want to talk about transference. You know, you can lay hands on people and you can transfer the spirit from one person to another. Uh, Moses laid his hands on Joshua. And it said a portion of the spirit that was on Moses came upon Joshua. It was transferred to him, praise God, that anointing of the Spirit. Transference of the Spirit, or we sometimes re- refer to as the mantle, is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And it was transferred from Elijah to Elisha. Let's look at 2 Kings 2, one.
3: And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal.
1: You know, it's interesting too, when when Elijah was going to be taken to heaven. um, You know, Enoch was taken Mm -hmm. and never died. He was raptured to heaven, right? Elijah was raptured to heaven, right? Um, Moses died, but his death was a very mysterious death. And God buried Moses on Mount uh, Horeb. Horeb. Um, But here we see this story of Elijah going to be taken up in a whirlwind, uh, with a chariot of fire and, and horses of fire, um, and it's interesting because uh, he was God was calling on him to return back to himself. And all the prophets, you know, they you know they had a school of prophets, and um, all the prophets knew what was going to happen. And I believe that in the earth today, in the in the world, the prophets are hearing the voice of God. Hallelujah. All right. And they're hearing this move of God that's coming upon this earth. And, you know, the pandemic was horrific and terrible. By the way, it's it's going to slow down and, and stop. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. But this move of God is going to be incredible. Something the world will be blown away. They can't believe what's happening. You're right. And God's about to do something amazing. Well, Elijah was going to be taken to heaven. And... um he said to Elisha, "Hey, I'm going to. Let's, I'm going to leave here at Gilgal. I'm going to Bethel. You stay here." And what did Elisha say? "No way. I'm going with you, bro." And so from Gilgal they went to Bethel. And then Elijah said, "I'm going to Jericho. Stay here, buddy." Why do you think he said that? By the way, he's testing him. Yeah, he was kind of testing him. Yeah. Yeah. And Elisha said, "No way. I'm going to stick to you like glue." And they went to Jericho. Praise God. Elisha wanted a double portion of the spirit that was upon Elijah. And Elijah said, you ask a hard thing. But if you see me when I go, you'll get that mantle. Wow. Praise God. Amen. See, if you really want it, you can have it in life. If you really want the Lord and his power and his blessing and you really seek him for it, you can have it. Amen. Amen. He that has, Jesus said, more would be given. Praise God. And if you see me when I go, you'll get a double portion. The church is about ready to get a double portion of the Holy Spirit. You know, the anointing is caught more than it's taught. What does that mean? It's not just something you teach. We do teach the word. Amen. Praise God. But it's also something that's caught. And uh, I always say, hang around anointed people. And you'll be more anointed of god right find those that are anointed you know and be around them and it'll rub off on you that that really the anointing is is the word is it rubs off on you you know the anointing oil was rubbed on david the the spirit of the lord came upon him as samuel the prophet poured the uh horn of oil upon him and it rolled down from the top of his head all the way down to his feet I had the same experience in my life with with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. God came upon me and his spirit rolled down from my head to my feet and filled me up. And the spirit came upon me in great power in my praise God. Let's look at 2 Kings 2.11 through 14.
2: Okay. And then it happened as they continued and talked.
1: By the way, excuse me. Yes. But I really feel Kings as an important uh, book. In these last days we're living in, and uh, the the story of Elijah and Elisha is very uh, important. That we really take a look at that, okay? Because that anointing is going to be poured out once again upon the church. Okay, Casey.
2: Okay. That suddenly a chariot fire appeared with horses of fire, and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up in a whirlwind into heaven, and Elisha saw it, and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more, and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. And he also took up the mantle of Elisha. Elijah and had fallen from him and went back and stood at the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, where is the Lord? Where is the
1: God um, of Elijah?
2: <laughs> and when he had struck the water, it was divided the way, that, that way and that, this way, and Elijah crossed over.
1: And he, he tore off his clothes or ripped them and put on a new mantle, yeah. a new mantle of the spirit. Amen. The mantle fell upon Elisha which is a type of the baptism with the Holy Spirit that comes upon us with great power. Jesus said you should receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the remotest parts of the world. Praise God. So the anointing was transferred from Elijah to Elisha. Hallelujah. You know, and Elijah had the right spirit because, you know, he's he's now his buddy, <laughs> his partner, his... uh. What's well, not? It's not predecessor. It's his mentor? The mentor? successor. You successor? Mentor. Thank you, Christy. His successor now is going to have twice the anointing that Elijah had. Right. And yet, Elijah stands out probably in the scripture as one of the greatest prophets ever. Uh, but now Elisha is going to do twice as much as in, in the form of miracles. Now, in the, the great move of God and the anointing of the spirit of Elijah, this power will come upon the church very soon, I believe this year, for this great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It'll be anointing of supernatural power. Now, I'd like to give you five beginnings for this year. You ready for them?
2: Yeah.
1: All right, here's the first one. Times of refreshing coming from the Lord. Refreshing means recovery of breath and revival of the church. The church has to be revived first before we can reach the lost, right? And uh, you know, Satan tried to take our breath in the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. But the Lord will restore our breath twofold in this new move of God. Isn't that awesome? Lord gave me that word. The church will wake up and come alive. Let's look at Acts three nineteen.
3: Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Amen.
1: Everybody say that. Times of refreshing. Times
3: of refreshing.
1: May come from the Lord. Praise God. We all need to be refreshed, and we need to come alive. Amen? Praise God. Believers this year are going to be stirred with an unction, a desire, a zeal, a passion, and a fervor for the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to be on fire for God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good thing. Number two, we're going to see, and we're already seeing this, I prophesied the decline and slowdown of the pandemic. It's been happening right now. And uh, it's going to fizzle out is what it's going to do, right? And uh, this thing is going to dissipate. Good word. I like that. Number three, God will begin to pour out his spirit. The glory will visit the earth. Let's look at 2 Chronicles 5.14.
2: For the love of Christ compels us because we judge this, that if one died for all, then all died.
1: Nope, that's not it. Okay. 2 <laughs> <Second laughs> Chronicles 5.14. Oh, 2 Chronicles. Yes, right yeah, I'm not sorry. Corinthians, but that's all a right. good verse. They're all good. Do uh, uh, you got it, Mary? A second. Comes right after 1 Chronicles.
2: Thanks, Dad. <laughs>
1: I've been seeing this scripture over and over again. It also appears in Kings about the glory of God that's going to come upon the church and upon the world.
2: Okay. Um, Here we go. So that the priests could not continue ministering because the cloud for the glory of the Lord filled the house. That makes more sense. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And in the Old Testament, I mean, in the Old King James, it says they couldn't stand to minister. The the glory of God overpowered their body and they fell to the ground. And we're going to see multitudes of people falling under the power of God. And um, you say, well, Pastor, I don't know about that. Well, when they came to arrest Jesus, uh, Jesus said, who are you looking for? And he said, I'm Jesus of Nazareth. And they all fell over backwards. <laughs> so there you go, slain in the spirit, okay? Uh, John saw Jesus... Uh, on the Isle of Patmos in the revelation that was given to him and he fell over like a dead man and Jesus touched him with his right hand and lifted him up. So the power of God, uh, human flesh cannot stand the power of God and it allows us, or uh, makes us fall to the ground really. But how wonderful that is anyway to be in that place of worship before God. Hallelujah. I believe beginning now this is i don't know if anybody's saying this mm-hmm. this is way out there scott you're out there but possibly in march we're going to begin to see the glory visit us this year and um maybe during the festival of purim mm-hmm. what's purim remember
3: that's lots from esther
1: it's it's a jewish festival where god spared the jews from annihilation uh Uh, through the graciousness of a queen named Esther. Mm -hmm. And God will begin to save the lost from destruction because of his great love for people. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loves people, and he's going to spread the gospel net out over multitudes of people. Praise God. Number four, we'll see unusual miracles that haven't been seen before. Whoa! I heard people talking about this. I mean, things like limbs growing back, people rising from the dead, blind seeing, the deaf hear, uh, the crippled, the lame, are made whole. Uh, extraordinary miracles are going to come because of the glory of God being visited upon planet Earth. Now, there's a story where Paul came to Ephesus, and um, when he got there, he, he, he met this group of believers... They were believers in Christ, about 12 of them, and uh, the Bible says he laid hands on that band of believers because he said, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed, when you first believed? And they said, no, we didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. (laughs) So Paul lays his hands on them, and the Spirit is transferred from Paul to these believers, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They began to speak with other tongues and prophesy. Wow. Manifestation of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. Let's look at Acts 19.11. Hey, Bobby. How are you doing, bud?
3: Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul.
1: Amen. Unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. We're going to see unusual miracles. Handkerchiefs were laid on Paul. And then they took the handkerchiefs from Paul's body and laid it on the sick and the demonized. And they were healed and set free. Praise God. So the anointing can be transferred. From one person to another. When we lay hands on people, I feel power moving through my body out to the person I'm praying for. And that's exactly what Jesus did. He said, who touched me? (laughs) And the disciples said, everybody's touching you, Jesus. No, he said, somebody touched me with a touch of faith. Yes. And I felt virtue, power leave my body. Praise God. All right. Hallelujah. So the healing anointing was transferred from Paul to the handkerchiefs to those afflicted in body. Number five, the word of God will prevail and overcome. You see, in a move of God, the word has to be foremost. Worship in the word. And the word has to be preached. And it needs to prevail. Let's look at Acts 19.20.
2: So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed.
1: Amen. And prevail means to have great force, power, strength. To prove to be more powerful than opposing forces. I like that. To be victorious in all things. The word is, the, is is our victory. Amen. Meditate on that word day and night. And then you'll make your way prosperous. And then you'll have good success. Hallelujah. We have the victory in Christ. Nothing can stop us. Let's step into our new beginning this year and experience the glory and majesty of God let's pray Lord we thank you and praise you for the word we thank you for the prophetic word we pray now Lord that you would reach out to those that don't know Christ and today if you're viewing and listening to this broadcast and you are without Christ you don't know Jesus you may have gone to church you may even have a Bible but you've never been born again and Jesus said you must be born again that which is born of the flesh is flesh that which is born of the spirit is spirit if that's you today pray this prayer in sincerity, in the quietness of your heart, and Jesus Christ will come into your life. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for going the wrong way, doing my own thing. I ask you now, Lord Jesus, to come into my life. Fill me up with your power, your presence, and your goodness, Lord. I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. I'll follow you, and worship you, and bless you all the days of my life. In your name I pray, Lord Jesus. And you believers that have slipped away from God, and, uh, you know, decades ago, you were walking with God and you were on fire and God was using you. And then somewhere along the line, you slipped away. It's time to come back, says the Lord. It's time to come back to the fold and receive the Father's love. Pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I want to come back. I want to be close again. I want to be on fire with the burning fire of God inside my heart. I want to love you and worship you and praise you. Draw near to me as I draw near to you. In your name I pray. Amen. Hey, guys, the horizon looks very bright and the glory is coming to this world. Amen. Be encouraged and receive his blessing. And we'll see you this week for my mini broadcast. Blessings to you.
0: Thank you for listening to the message with Pastor Scott Huffman from Lighthouse Church Ministries. Here are the five beginnings. There'll be times of refreshment a refreshing, number one. Number two, we'll see deliverance and a slowdown of this pandemic. Number three, God will begin to pour out his Holy Spirit on the earth. Number four, we're going to see unusual miracles. And number five, the word of God will prevail. We welcome you to join us live every Sunday at 1030 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is LN Lighthouse. Blessings, and we'll see you next week.